Pastor Leslie Dory coming to you from Owensville Assembly of God. We want to welcome you to our broadcast on KTUI Radio. Our hope and prayer is that this ministry will be a blessing and an inspiration to your life today. I want to thank you for tuning in to our broadcast today. I know it goes without saying that we are truly living in unprecedented times. Not since 9-11 has our nation and our people face such a life-changing crisis in dealing with the recent corona pandemic. We see that life as we know it has been turned upside down. We have found that store shelves are empty of basic daily provisions. Many schools, businesses, and restaurants have been closed in various locations. We're hearing health officials encouraging individuals to avoid human contact or to maintain a separation between themselves of at least six feet. And, of course, we have seen the human reaction to these times vary from one extreme to the other. Some react with indifference or unconcern as if to say, well, it's no big deal. What's all the fuss? I'm going to continue living my life as I always have. And then we find others reacting with fear and alarm, sometimes overreacting, Without knowledge of the facts, they seem to have an emotional response instead of dealing with the situation in wisdom. Yet I believe in these times that we're facing and the experience that are yet to come, there's a biblical response to these events. I believe first and foremost that we should remember that the God that created this world and all that exists in it is still the one who sustains and orders all things. And today, I may not know all the answers, but there is a God who does. And I believe that this is a time when we need to look to the eternal God who can speak to us in these times. And so today, may I share with you the following truths that hopefully will spiritually awaken us today, and not only today, but also in the future as well. First of all, God, not man, is the source of life and all things. I want to repeat that. We need to understand fully that God, not man, is the source of life and all things. I believe what we are experiencing can be a reminder that we cannot trust in resources alone, but he who is the source of all things. The fact that we don't have to panic when we go to the store and the shelves are empty of items which were a necessity and and they're not there. The Bible tells us in Acts chapter 17, it says he gives to all life and breath and all things and has made of one blood all nations of men to dwell on the face of the earth and has determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. 
Paul reminds us in 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse number 17. He said, charge them or instruct them that are rich in this world that they be not high-minded nor trust in uncertain riches but in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. And I'm sure that we would all agree that most of us are certainly blessed in the things of this world, but we're not to trust in these things, but we're to trust in God. Jesus himself taught and reminds us in Matthew chapter 6, he tells us these words, Take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or how are we going to be clothed? For your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So we're not to necessarily seek the things of this life, but to seek the God and his righteousness who gives us and provides for us all of these necessities of life. And then secondly, another point I think that is important for us to remember or to understand is that God is the source, and we must trust in eternal things, not material. We look at our society, and it's often materialistic. Many people are focused on the physical, about what makes them comfortable and what makes them at ease. But Jesus, again, encouraged us to focus on eternal things, spiritual things, when he said this in Matthew chapter 16 and verse number 26. He said, For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? So we know that the things of this world will someday decay. They will soon pass away. But man's eternal soul will live forever in eternity. It will either live in the presence of God or in a place of eternal separation from God. Paul reminds us in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse number 18. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, or they're just temporary, but the things which are not seen, those are the things that are eternal, and those are the things that we need to focus our life and our trust in. Paul reminds us in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 6 and 7, for godliness with contentment is great gain. He said, for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. You know, there's a quote that I think actually is true. It says, I've never seen a hearse pulling a U-Haul. And that is true. The Bible teaches us the things of this life will not be taken with us into eternity. And then thirdly, this point I need to share with you this morning is that you, that I, need a foundation in my life. And you need a foundation in your life. Let me say this morning that a lot of people have a faulty foundation. 
And I'm not talking about structurally in their home, but in their life and in their life experience. Their life is based upon things or their own achievements or, or their own abilities. But I say to you, dear friend, this morning, a life without a spiritual foundation is a faulty one. We think of Jesus' parable of the wise and the foolish man in the New Testament. And it said that the foolish man didn't heed the words of the Lord. And, and it says he built his house upon the sand. And it says when the wind and the rains blew and came upon that house that it fell. But of the wise man it says this. The rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. It had a firm, secure foundation. Paul reminds us in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 11, For other foundation can no man lay than that which is already laid, which is Jesus Christ. But we need to place our life and our experience upon that true only foundation which is a life and an experience in Jesus Christ. And then the fourth point I would like to share with you this morning is simply that we should place our hope and our trust in the Lord. There are some very profound words that are spoken in the book of Hebrews chapter 12 verses 26-28 looking back to the experience of the nation of Israel in the Old Testament and God's relationship in dealing with them. It says in that portion of Scripture that when God spoke from Mount Sinai, His voice shook the earth. But now He makes another promise. Once again, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. This means that the things on earth will be shaken so that eternal things will only be left. And since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be destroyed or shaken, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping Him with holy fear and awe. Many references in the New Testament, Jesus spoke of things that would happen in our world, in our society, in the last days in which we are living today. He said in Matthew chapter 24, verse 29, that the very stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. He tells us in Luke chapter 21, verses 25 and 26, there shall be distress of nations. And surely we're living in a time of distress. And there will be perplexity. People are confused. They don't know what direction to take in light of things that are happening. He even said this, that men's hearts would be failing them for fear and for looking after and seeing those things which are coming on the earth for the very powers of heaven shall be shaken. And so in these times in which we're living, many may be fearful Many may be overwhelmed by the events taking place. Yet for those who have placed their faith and their future in the Lord, there is a peace and there is an assurance not found in any other source. I'm reminded of what Jesus told his disciples and I believe what he would speak to us today. 
He said in John chapter 16 and verse 33, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulations, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. So if we put our faith and our trust and our hope in the Lord, we can overcome all things, and none of the things of this life will overcome us. Paul tells us this in Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Be careful for nothing. In other words, don't be anxious. Don't be overburdened. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And that will lead to the following experience in our life. He said, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And then, fifthly, I would share this with you most importantly this morning, that it is time to seek the Lord. I'm going to say that again, that it is time to seek the Lord. It is time to seek the Lord in prayer and intercession for one another and for our nation. Just this past week, our president called for a national day of prayer. And a very familiar portion of Scripture is found in 2 Chronicles 7, verses 13 and 14. I believe that God would speak to us in these times. He said, If I shut up heaven, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. That is a promise the Lord has given us. And we know that the Lord can heal every sickness, every disease, Yet I believe today there's a greater sickness in our land, that of rebellion against God and the ways of God. And so God is imploring us that we must turn, we must repent, we must seek the Lord if he is to restore us and to heal us. The prophet Isaiah in chapter 55 and verse 7 said this, speaking the words of the Lord, says, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. And there truly is pardon and restoration and love and mercy to those who seek the Lord and look to him as he is encouraging us to do. The prophet Hosea said these very powerful words in chapter 10 and verse 12 in the Old Testament. He said, Sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. Paul said in Romans chapter 13 and verse 11, and that, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, 
For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. It has been said that when that great ship, the Titanic, was beginning to sink, someone cried out, we'd better pray. To which another individual replied, my God, has it come to that? Well, I believe it has come to that. It is past that. The Bible says it is high time. So I ask you, my dear friend, this morning, have you neglected the things of God in your life? Have you been focused on the things of this world and not eternal values? Did spiritual things that once were important in your life now fade out of view? Having once loved the Lord and his kingdom, are you now living for self and for your own desires? So today may we all be challenged and awakened to what the Lord desires for us in these times and to seek him with all our heart. And I just want to leave this final note with you to all of my Christian friends that attend a Bible-believing church. I encourage you to pray, stay in the Word, read your Bible, remain faithful and consistent in giving and supporting your church during these very difficult and challenging times. Would you look with me to the Lord in prayer? Lord, we thank you again for your grace and your mercy and your goodness. We're so thankful, Lord, that as we live through this challenging time that may be trying for each and every one of us, I pray, Lord, that you will help us to have our focus upon you, to look to you and know that, God, you are the answer to the needs of our lives today. And may we seek you, may we look to you. Lord, may we turn our hearts back to you, Lord, if need be. And Lord, may we see your hand do marvelous and miraculous things in these times in which we're in. And Lord, we give you all the praise and all the glory, for we ask it in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. God bless you, and thank you once again for allowing me to share with you today. From wherever you've been Come broken hearted Let rescue begin Come find your mercy Oh sinner come kneel Earth has no sorrow That heaven can't heal So lay down your
comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Pastor Doherty again sharing with you the following announcement. In response to the coronavirus pandemic, Owensville Assembly of God is canceling all church services and activities for this week and the week of March the 29th. 
We encourage you to continue listening to our broadcast Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on KTUI 102.1 FM. Also, we will give service schedule updates during our broadcast. You can follow us as well on our Facebook page, which is Owensville Assembly of God. Thank you so much. God bless you.